entertaining, cool. You are listening to LA Talk Radio. We say what we want. You're listening to Impact Hiring Solutions with Brad Remillard and Barry Deutsch. Only on LA Talk Radio. morning, everyone. This is Barry Deutsch. I'm here with my partner, Brad Remillard. We're two of the founding partners of Impact Hiring Solutions, and we're doing our uh, weekly uh, radio broadcast with LA Talk Radio Live. Um, we're an impact, uh, we're a hiring solutions company that focuses on two different dimensions. One is for executive senior managerial candidates searching for a job. Uh, this is uh, aimed at how to conduct a more effective job search, how to use social media in your job search, how to interview more effectively, write better resumes, and that's one uh, component that we focus on. And in alternating weeks, we talk about for hiring executives and managers, how to hire more effectively, overcome common problems, frustrations, errors, and mistakes that occur in the hiring process. Uh, you've joined us at our weekly call, which takes place at 11 o'clock Pacific Standard Time on Mondays. We take every one of these uh, radio broadcasts that run about 45 minutes to 50 minutes. We put them up on our website where you can either stream or listen to them in our free resources section. You can find them here on LA Talk Radio Live and um, also in our iTunes uh, directory under Impact Hiring Solutions. If you'd like to join us on on the call today, you've got a question, a thought, something you'd like to express while we're we're talking about our subject today, which I'll introduce in just a minute, you can... um, Call in, and that number, Brad, again is? 818-602-4929. And if you're in a noisy environment, it's awkward to talk, you don't want to sit on a phone, uh, call and mention your issue, it might be something private, you can send it to us at info, I-N-F-O, at impacthiringsolutions.com, and Brad and I will try to make our best effort to get it aired uh, during the course of our uh, conversation today. Today's topic is uh, aimed at uh, executive and managerial candidates, and the title is, Are You Effectively Using LinkedIn in Your Job Search? This has been a topic of, uh, a very hot topic in uh, recent months, uh, as social media has continued to play a bigger and bigger role in uh, job search, LinkedIn being one of the, if the only I mean, there's others, Facebook, Twitter, and some other tools, but but LinkedIn is probably the dominant professional social media site for uh, managers and executives to both advance their career search, find opportunities, um, improve their personal branding, and and a whole variety of other things we're going to talk about in this call. But using LinkedIn effectively in your job search is one of the key reasons of how you can get through a difficult job search in one of the worst recessions since the Great Depression in good time, and in fact, I'm going to suggest it can be one of the core reasons why you reduce the time it takes to find a great opportunity by 20, 30, 50% compared to many of your peers. My partner Brad has recently done a few webinars on this topic, and I'm going to um, turn it over to him to uh, introduce this and kind of lay out a little bit of an agenda of what we're going to do during our call today. Brad? Yeah, well, as you said, Barry, in a just about every aspect of one's job search, and actually not only on the job search, but I would I think I would say um, clearly even on the job uh, hiring side where companies are being to hire, LinkedIn is rapidly 
probably one of the most talked about tools right now. It is one of the hottest topics on blogs, on Twitter, uh, on the social media, in networking events. Everybody is talking about LinkedIn and the effective use of LinkedIn. And that goes along with, I mean, it's as hot right now as everybody trying to get on Facebook three years ago. I think LinkedIn, to give you an example, in the last two years since the recession began, I think LinkedIn's gone from something like 15 million members to, and maybe a year and a half to two years, something like 45 or 50 million. I mean, that tells you the explosive growth that it's gone through. Uh, Whenever we have any topics or uh, in, fact, in fact, back up a little bit. One of the most downloaded radio shows that we have, as Barry mentioned, you can go to our, our website at impacthiringsolutions.com and go to our free resources section and you can download our radio, past radio shows. In every case, any radio show we've ever done on LinkedIn is one of the most downloaded radio shows. If you look at our blog, which is also in the free resource section. The articles on LinkedIn are always ranking in the top five. Uh, so that tells you the tremendous uh, uh, experiences that happened uh, with LinkedIn um, Hello? and the use, use of LinkedIn on our site. So uh, LinkedIn is uh, clearly the most one of the dominant calls that are, that are uh, sources that are used. So let's go uh, and talk about how people can use LinkedIn effectively. As you mentioned, we can uh, uh, we've done a number of webinars and uh, uh, articles and talk shows on LinkedIn. So let's talk about. It. I mean, the last two we did were clearly uh, sold out. You can still get these LinkedIn. Webinars. We have two LinkedIn webinars that we do. We do the first one, which is on building a compelling and complete profile. It doesn't matter about anything else if you don't have a compelling and complete profile on LinkedIn. Nobody's going to find you. Nobody's going to use you. What we call our advanced LinkedIn is the next one, and that's really how to get your profile on page one when somebody does a search for you. Not for you by name, of course, but if I'm looking for a CFO in Milwaukee and I type in CFO from Milwaukee, how will I know? How will I find you? Will you show up on page one if you're a CFO in Milwaukee or Chicago, New York, these big metropolitan areas, or will you be on page 10 where you may never find you? So if you – so the problem is with LinkedIn is, number one, if you don't have a complete and compelling profile, nobody's going to call you. They're going to go to your LinkedIn profile, and nobody's going to call you. Then the second problem is if you have a complete and compelling LinkedIn profile, if it isn't optimized, then you're not going to be found on LinkedIn. And so having a great profile is absolutely worthless. If you're not being found. So our second webinar, if you will, is about, okay, now that you've got a great profile, how do you optimize that? It's like having a great website, but if nobody goes to that website, it's absolutely worthless. So those are the two key things if you're going to use LinkedIn effectively in your job search. Number one, you've got to have a complete profile. So what's a complete profile and compelling profile? 
By complete, I don't necessarily mean, and I think, Barry, you'd agree, we don't care about whether or not it's complete based upon the 100% by what uh, LinkedIn scores there. What we're talking about is a complete profile and compelling profile that uh, it's set up in such a way that people are going to talk to you. Barry, you want to address some of the issues on a, what we talk about when we talk about a compelling profile? Yes, very good. Uh, uh, thank you. Okay, so uh, just just a couple thoughts. Um, and Brad alluded to this earlier, but but let me reinforce this. Brad and I have done numerous radio programs on this subject. You can find those under our uh, Canada tab on our website under the free resources. Welcome to go back, download some of those. We have written extensive blog postings detailing step-by-step how to do this, how to lay it out, examples, illustrations, case studies. Over the last couple of years, you're welcome to go and, and you know search for those, those blog postings. Uh, in addition, before I get started, I'm kind of going to walk through this a little bit uh, uh, for part of our call. We have one of the most popular free tools that we ever created was a eight point free matrix, sort of a self assessment to determine is your LinkedIn profile compelling enough that it'll grab the attention of recruiters, human resource professionals, hiring managers that when they're searching for people just like you. And your name pops up because you've done all the other stuff that Brad's going to talk about of getting your name to come up in the searches that these folks are doing. Is it compelling enough that they're going to want to look at it, read it, pick up the phone, send you an email, send you an in-mail to try to uh, uh, initiate contact and get to know you? One of the very first things that you can do for your profile is LinkedIn gives you an opportunity to put a headline, not just your name, something compelling. Something that will grab someone's attention. So, for example, my my headline statement is Barry Deutsch, co-author of you know Impact Hiring Solutions book on You're Not the Person I Hired. That's my headline. That's what I want the grabber to get people excited about, wanting to read more about my profile. Brad has a different one, and and we've mentioned this over and over again. You can get very creative with. When hiring managers come to your profile, what's that topic sentence, that headline? Because, again, what do they teach entry-level copywriters to do on Madison Avenue is that if the headline doesn't grab you, they're not going to read a single thing below it. So what is it about you that in a few succinct words will be so compelling, not corny, not you know, you're trying to game it or you're trying to be cute, but something that's so compelling that – I'm searching for a CFO, and when your name pops up as in my CFO search on LinkedIn, why would I want to spend more time looking at your profile and not what usually happens to, to resumes? And I'm going to – the same thing happens in LinkedIn searches. A couple of seconds, boom, it either got my attention or it didn't. Brad, your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think uh... – I mean, I think that again, going back, just we don't have time to go into all the detail, but I right. think you know, if I was to look at some of the list of things that I think people need to do to have a, a complete and compelling profile, is number one, you've got to have all the information there. You have to have in your experiences not just the name of the company, but that should be your resume. It should be the name of the company, a little bit about your company, your title. It should be some bullet points with uh, results of, of how you really uh, established that. What I find a lot and what I always find – in fact, I've done a number of uh, 
profile assessments lately because if the first 10 people that sign up to our webinar, we I agree to give them a profile assessment. I love it when under their summary, they say dynamic person leader with uh, – let's say a dynamic sales leader with proven results to blah, 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 blah. Then you go down to their experience, and they brag in their summary all about this proven results. You go to their experience. There's not one thing there to support it. There's not one proven result in their experience. So I write back all the time as you brag in your summary, it tells you you've got proven results, but you don't demonstrate that down below in your experience. That's where you should say proven results, you know, increase sales by 50% uh, from X to X, uh, improved EBITDA from Y to Z. Demonstrate that results, and that's what should be compelling in your experience. You, this is where you should step back, and you should definitely show, give some quantifiable bullet points that make you compelling. That's what we mean by compelling. Who's going to read that and say, wow, this is great results? Not just a bunch of words, because everybody puts that garbage on their summary. I haven't read one yet that says, not a proven leader, never delivered results, and I really suck. Everybody puts in they've delivered results. Demonstrate it. So I think one of the compelling things is how do you demonstrate? Do you have a slide share there that maybe shows some of the ways that you've demonstrated it? That's a great compelling way of demonstrating it. Do you have some additional support from uh, your peers, your bosses, recommendation that talk about this great results that you claim to have performed. Those are the compelling things that validate when you say you've delivered results, you really have. And I find many uh, profiles do not have this quote-unquote demonstration of what they claim in their summary. That's a very good point, Brad. It's it's the typical stuff you find on on resumes. You know, it's it's ambiguous uh, uh, definitions. Go getter, high initiative, uh, able to reduce costs, leap tall buildings in a single bound. You know, repel bullets. Hiring managers, executive recruiters, human resource professionals. They want to see the quantification of what you've done. I saved our company three months on the time it takes to close our books every month. We went from taking twenty, taking 72 days to eight days within six months to produce a full set of financial statements. I helped develop two new proprietary products based on our unique trademark patented design that generated over $3 million in their first year of product launch. What have you done? What's the impact you've had? That's yeah, what I, they want to know. Yeah, I'm just amazed at how many people will, say, will, will not give anything compelling in their statement. And I put that all the time. I'll give you an example. I did a, I wrote today, a, I did a couple of profile assessments this morning. And uh, that was the exact same thing. This person bragged in his summary. And then I wrote down, I said, but you don't demonstrate any of that anywhere. And I said, and even more interesting is uh, you're telling how great you are and all your recommendations come from second and third level connections. And I wrote back and I said, if you're so great, why aren't these people your first level connection? Where are your customers bragging about you? Where are your, where's your boss bragging about you? Where's your peers bragging about how good you are? Where's the, the people you've managed bragging about what a great manager you are? These are all just second and third level com- people bragging about 
some innocuous kind of thing he had or she had done, you know, over the last couple of years. There was nothing really compelling that I wrote back and said, wow, this person really is a great leader. Look what these people say about them, him. This person really is somebody who can work with peers. There's nothing compelling in this person's profile. It just read like a uh, um, it read like a textbook, a lot of a lot of hype, like you said, leap tall buildings in a single bound. But I don't know if your idea of a tall building is a one story building, and my idea of a tall building is a four story building. Uh, we don't agree on that, and so that's what we mean when we say you've got to develop a compelling uh, profile that really drives home that point. And I find that too often most don't. Uh, so in terms of looking at this, then let's back up a little bit and let's talk about um, going forward and talking about um, additional areas that you can provide in your LinkedIn profile. For example, you can provide uh, a share, what they call slide share. This is a slide that um, actually puts a presentation together that people can look at. For example, if you go on my profile, Brad Rumlart, I have two slide shares up there, which are PowerPoint slides, PowerPoint presentation about how to work a resume, how to conduct an effective interview. You could do the same thing. Maybe you're in, Maybe you've done some great things in sales in a particular area. You could talk about some of the presentation. Maybe you put a presentation you put together about yourself. Maybe you put up a presentation you put together on uh, uh, your product. It puts together a demonstration of how good you are. SlideShare or Google Slides are just a great area. Another thing that can make your uh, profile compelling is do you have a blog? Maybe you put a blog together and you write a couple of articles, one or two articles a week. Don't have them six months old, but an article a week on something current in your industry, in your profession, uh, maybe in the economy if you're in a market that is in uh, economically sensitive. Maybe if you're in healthcare, you're blogging about the healthcare bill. Something that demonstrates, wow, this person really keeps grasp, and it's only – a 500-word article that you put on your blog. If you don't have a blog, using WordPress, maybe you RSS feed in a blog to your profile that demonstrates, again, that you stay current. Uh, maybe you put up some books you've read. There's a book thing there about articles that you can put in the – I've read this books from Amazon. And maybe you put up some books you've read that demonstrate, again, how you're staying current, some of the areas that you have an area of expertise on. These are little things you can do that make you known um, around or on your profile that when a, somebody goes there – you are demonstrated a profile. Barry, if you're, I know you may have got a step away for a minute, but if you're there, uh, thoughts or comments? Well, they're just, it boggles my mind how many different things LinkedIn gives to job seekers to build a compelling profile, a compelling background, a compelling statement. Um, you know, the hot word, you know, was personal branding. And, and I can't think of a better tool to put yourself up on a pedestal that when hiring managers, again, human resource professionals, recruiters find you, they're just, wow, 
this is someone I want to be talking to. Um, Brad, you, you touched on just a few of the applications, like bringing a blog, you know, that you're writing into your profile. Um, using references uh, is another great one. I don't know. I dropped off the call for a minute, but if you had mentioned that, having great references is another one. Uh, Boxnet.com is an application that LinkedIn provides on your profile. You can add video audio programs, you can share case studies, examples of things you've done. Brad talked about using SlideShare. You can use PowerPoint. You can narrate those PowerPoints. It's almost like creating a multimedia resume. Now, I don't think LinkedIn and your profile will ever take the place of a traditional resume. As long as I live, and Brad and I have been doing this for over 25 years, and and God willing, I'll do this for another 25 years, um, I don't think resumes will ever disappear. You'll still need that little two-piece piece of paper that describes your background in a succinct form. But what's happening is so much data is not on that that it's easy for hiring managers to exclude you. So what are they doing now? They're going to Google and they're Googling your name. They're checking you out on Facebook. They're going to your LinkedIn profile. So why not create a vibrant, compelling, multimedia presentation of who you are, bringing in audio, blog postings, references, video, examples, illustrations, quantification. I mean, you could really turn this into something special that forces these hiring managers, recruiters, human resource folks to, to just be so overwhelmed that they're like, I must talk to Brad. No one I've seen has ever put together such a great summary of their background. And again, you yeah, may I not want to be the number re- one. Yeah, go ahead, Brad. I was gonna, and I want to let everybody know that if you need more information, these two uh, LinkedIn webinars, the – compelling market statement so Barry and I going through this pretty quickly if you want more detail you want slides that actually show you how to do this where to go what's on the menu how to put the menu how to edit it, how to add it what a good profile looks like these webinars will be available on our website now they're not free uh, I'm sorry there's a lot of free information there's an enormous amount of free information but these webinars take us an enormous amount of time to put together they take a lot of research a lot of effort and therefore we charge for them we could make them free and then you would get the value of a free webinar or we could charge you for them and ensure that you get exceptional value for them so free you get you know we don't have to worry about how much value you get out of them one or two tips is great but when you charge for something you have to make sure you give an extraordinary amount of value for them and we think both webinars do this so they'll be available and i th- i think the first one for example buries over 30 slides so that tells you how comprehensive this uh webinar is and you can get you'll get the exact webinar the audio file and the slides 100% as if you attended the webinar you can listen over and over again and everything Barry and i have talked about from the box.net to how to bring in a blog to how to use your edit your uh, recommendations, ad groups, everything step-by-step, slide screen by slide screen is shown in these webinars. That first one, I want to make sure that people know it. You just go to Candidate, Candidate Products, and you can buy one or both as a package. It's up to you. But these webinars will ensure that you get a great compelling and complete profile uh, that is what's so important on uh, 
being found on WordPress because you're not going to be found if you don't have a great profile. And one way to check this would be to, to look at your homepage where it says X number of people have looked at your profile. How many times are people looking at your profile? And then how many calls are you getting? If you're getting a lot of people looking at your profile and nobody's calling you, you got a problem. I mean, this is one way to step back and evaluate if you're being found or if people look at your profile. If you're getting 20 people looking at your profile and you're not getting any calls, this is going on for a period of time, your profile probably is pretty poor. There's no reason for everybody to pick the phone up and call you. You should consider getting these webinars and now these products so you can create – for a pittance, a small amount of money, you could begin to be getting having these people call you. So my question would be, what's the value of one call from somebody who looks at your profile? They're not going to be for free because there's just no value in a free hey, webinar. Hey, hey, Brad, Go ahead, Barry. Brad, I was just thinking, you know, this might be a, a really interesting study to do uh, uh, quantitatively, and I'm not sure how we would do it. And I don't know if you've got any anecdotal sense given the two webinars you've done, but if you're in the middle of a job search and you're an executive, you've created a great compelling profile and, and you do the stuff like you talked about in the last webinar of getting your name to come up early in the, in the search results, which we'll get to in just a minute. Do you have a sense of a benchmark? Let's say for traditional roles, head of marketing, head of finance, operations, you know, um, do you have a sense of as a percentage of the number of times the profile gets viewed, what kind of uh, 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 leads people should be getting like how many times does someone send you an email an email a phone call uh, reaching out to you is it you know one in 16 one in 33 um, if you're in the middle of a search for example should you be generating 16 views of your profile on a weekly basis or should it be 100 do you have any kind of a, a, a gut sense if I'm just thinking that might be an interesting study yeah I don't have any measurable results that I can look at. I can tell you from a gut feel, first off, there's two separate areas you have to look at. And we're going to talk about the second one in a minute. The first, how many times your profile being viewed? How many searches are you showing up in? Now, that's an interesting number because you and the two are linked. How many times you show up in a search and then how many times you, how many times do people view your profile? And then how many times you get a call? So it's this, it's this, like we always talk about the sales funnel. Because one of the problems is you, the way LinkedIn works, you could show up in a search. You may be on page 100, but from LinkedIn's perspective, you showed up in a search. It doesn't look at it and say, well, you showed up in a search on page one X number of times. So step number one is how many searches are you showing up in? If you're in an active job search and you're not showing up in 20 to 30 searches at least a week, then you're not doing a good job of your profile. Your profile right, just, is so poor that it's not showing up. Let me clarify something because that's interesting, and, and, and um, I wasn't aware of that. When, when LinkedIn shows on, on the side of your homepage and it says your profile, or I forgot the exact phrasing, to say your profile has been viewed yeah. X number no. of times over the last week. Well, that's different than your profile, how many searches you've showed up in. How do you know how many searches you've showed up in? It says, it you're, you? You, it, no, it says Wait, right there, it says you have shown up in search results X number of times in the past day. That's Oh, oh that's right, I'm looking first. at it right now. So, 
So, yeah. for example, mine, mine says your profile has been viewed by 17 people in the past three days. Right. And then right below then that. Right below that. Yep. It says how many searches you've showed up in. So if you're a candidate and that number is five and six and, I mean, that's absurd. You're not even – your profile is so poor that LinkedIn isn't even having you show up when I search for a CFO. I mean, it's so poor. That you're not showing up. So if I'm a uh, recruiter, I'm if I'm in a job search, I want that to be thirty to forty. Particularly, That's exactly what I was now, getting at. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then I look back and say, okay, if I'm showing up, I'm constantly showing up in thirty to forty searches. But gosh, the number of times my profile is being shown is only five. My something's wrong with my profile. I'm 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 showing up in these searches, but I'm not getting found. Nobody's looking at my profile, probably because. You're showing up on page 30, page 40, page 50. Now, I can't isolate that without looking at your profile. It could be a number of things, but you may be showing so far down the line that your profile isn't optimized, just like a web page. If, you have a, if you're a web page, you want your page to be, show, be showing up when people search. So now you've got to step back and say, okay, I'm not optimized. How do I fix that? I'm showing up in 30 searches, but I'm so far down the line, nobody's calling. Nobody's looking at my profile. And that should be, in my opinion, that should be at least 50% of the time you should be. If you have 30 searches, 30 show-ups, you should be showing. People should be viewing your profile at least half the time. That's exactly the point I was trying to raise before. Um, And it would be interesting to undertake – uh, a little research project to say to you know the thousands of candidates that are in our LinkedIn group or your discussion group or, or, or you know the, the resources we have or the tens of thousands that follow us on Twitter would be to say okay if you've done these two things you've opt you, you know you you've created a compelling profile and you've optimized your profile to appear early in the, in the search results are you at least generating thirty to forty searches on your name, you know, are you even coming up in the search results? And of those search results is at least 50% of the time people are clicking on your profile. Just a thought. That's Yeah. And then if they're clicking on your profile, how many calls are you getting? So it's this funnel. So first off, I'm showing up in a lot of searches, but nobody's calling me. Okay. I probably got a problem with my optimization. Which means take a look at we that's that was our second what we call advanced webinar, uh, advanced LinkedIn webinar, making yourself findable. Okay, I'm showing up in searches, but I'm so far down the line, nobody's calling me. So you get that to fifty percent. Then you step back and you say, okay, now I'm getting showing up in thirty searches, twenty people are viewing my profile, but I'm not getting any calls. Okay, that probably means your profile is poor. And the two are so intricately linked, almost one happens with the other. Once you build a decent profile, you'll start showing up in more searches and you'll start getting more calls or more inquiries, mails, emails, phone calls, in-mails, whatever that may be. You'll definitely start getting more calls. The two are just very closely linked. It's, it's obviously going to happen. So this is really important for people to understand. Uh, and what I what I think is so important is most candidates don't have a clue how to optimize their web page, and this is so important. That's why I did the advanced 
uh, webinar on LinkedIn, Advanced LinkedIn, Making Yourself Findable, because as I was doing profiles, as I've been doing the profile uh, webinar, people were writing me back asking about, well, how? Why, why is this happening? I'm not getting called. I've got a great profile. Nobody's engaging me. And I started doing research. And I realized that as I, as I screened these people, uh, what was happening? And I, quite frankly, was a victim of this. I was, if you typed in executive recruiter, I showed up on page 17. I said, well, that's, let me play with this. So I started playing with it until I got to page one. And I realized that's what's happening. Now, there's a lot of – not everybody will show up on page one because there's a lot of reasons why some, sometimes you will and sometimes you won't, and I talk about that in the webinar. But most people that – anybody that's linked to me through a group or through a first or second level contact, I'll show up not only on page one, but I'll show up on the first slot in page one. If we're three or four LinkedIn back, if we're three or four connections and we're not in groups or anything like that, I'm going to show up on probably page five. Well, quite frankly – if I'm a candidate looking for a job, page five isn't all that bad because I don't know about you, Barry, but when I'm doing a search and I type in CFO Orange County, I go past page five. How many pages do you go back when you look at a search? If you do a screen, you do a search, how many pages do you, will you scroll back before you give up? Three. I don't go past three. If I haven't found the right candidate when I'm doing a search in the first three pages – it's it, it. My experience has been it's like uh, uh, looking at uh, uh, job board response. It, it, you know, the longer it goes, the worse the candidates get. The the ones who are the best are going to come up early in the process. Um, I, I may miss a few that are buried deep down, but it's not worth my time to search to page twenty five. If I didn't find the candidate of first three pages. I'm going to put in different Boolean search terms or use the search dialog box differently on LinkedIn to narrow or focus or expand my search. And see, I, I change that. I, I don't go by a number like that because, because I have a lot of connections and groups that I go back as far as it takes till I lose my first connection, second connection, and groups. Uh, and the way LinkedIn sorts, those tend to be first. So sometimes for me, that could be 10 pages. I'm still getting great results. It's just that you know, the person's profile is showing up late. I'm still getting a group connection, maybe a second-level connection. So I'll go back past that a lot of times because the quality is still there. It just There's just so many of them. But the, I look at the quality of the referrals coming up a lot. And sometimes I've, I've gone back as many as seven, eight pages because mm. the quality is still there. It just they don't have it optimized well. But that's You're raising a really good point, yeah. I, I might yeah, be missing some good candidates. Yeah, it's just I go by how the quality is showing up still. And LinkedIn, sometimes, it also depends. You only get 10 on a page, so it's not a lot. But anyway, I would just suggest that optimization is absolutely critical to, uh, to the individual. If nothing else, you can easily get to page three. I mean, any candidate out there can get themselves optimized to page three uh, pretty easily with uh, the right – it takes a couple of things. Number one, it takes understanding your keywords. Number two, it takes – Positioning. You have to know where to position those keywords on your LinkedIn profile. If you don't position them in the right spot, LinkedIn prioritizes and LinkedIn will prioritize you at the bottom. So even though you have those, and I found this out with Executive Recruiter, I had that in there, but they weren't in the right locations. And so LinkedIn was still positioning me bottom of page one, top of page two. Until I learned where those positions are, and once I did that and could go back in and adjust it, 
that uh, made a difference. The other thing that made a difference is LinkedIn prioritizes based on how often you update it. So one day I could be position one, the next day I could be on page two. So also understanding about the need to refresh this was equally as important as I got into the ability to screen. Brad, does when yeah. people link their when people link their Twitter account to their LinkedIn profile and their tweets automatically show up on their profile when you do that linkage? Does sure. LinkedIn see that? I don't know if you know the answer to this, but does LinkedIn see that as an update to your profile since new content is being added? No, they do not. LinkedIn profile, it, it's not on LinkedIn. It's not con- it's a considered a stat, like a status update. It's not considered a true update to your profile. And there are certain parts of your profile that LinkedIn prioritizes. For example, your title gets a higher prioritization than if you update your interests. When you're on a screen, uh, you get a much higher priority on that. That blue box, for example, uh, you will get a higher ranking than on a, a updating your title than you will uh, an interest, for example. So LinkedIn prioritizes those also, but a Twitter is more like a status update rather than a profile update. And status updates play no role in um, where Virtually you rank enough. in the. Okay. Yeah, virtually nothing. Virtually nothing. There's higher, much more. Yeah, it's virtually nothing. Just like people think the summary does. Summary doesn't really count for anything, but specialties do. Pretty, in, pretty interesting. Uh, I didn't learn till again. That's why I tell people. People, you may have seen this on our uh, kind of in our group. People were blasting me for selling these webinars, and I wrote back to them and I just said, "Hey." You know what? It took me months of research to do this, and I'm sorry. My time is worth something, and I could give you a free webinar, and that's what it would be worth, or I could charge you less than 50 bucks, less than 50 bucks. What's the price and the value you want to put on getting one call from one recruiter or one call from one hiring manager because you updated your profile and you got number one? What's the value of that? I wrote them back, but anyway, I've got the subject there. Yeah, thanks for that Um, little rant. Yeah, that you can tell I get a little passionate. So the point is that knowing where to put these updates, and I did, I took me an extensive amount of research to find out that interests are part of the prioritization on LinkedIn. I mean, that took me, I cannot tell you how many hours it took me to figure that out and how much time it took me to figure out, wait a second, LinkedIn is, is also considering interest. And the problem is, Here's a tip. Most people in their interest put their personal interest, and that was my problem. I had golf, civil war, woodworking. I didn't have any business interest in there. So LinkedIn was prioritizing on that. That took a lot of time for me to figure out, and most people don't even know that interest is part of the LinkedIn prioritization process. Pretty amazing. You know what's what's interesting, Brad, is you and I have studied this this phenomenon of social media as it relates to job search pretty extensively. We've produced free tools. We've done research, quantitative studies. We've we've put out polls. And I can't think of a single blog posting book I've read that talks anywhere about how 
to improve your chances by boosting your visibility of where you come out in the search. Like, you know, classic SEO principles is essentially what we're talking about. Applied to your LinkedIn profile. Everybody talks about here's the different sections. You know, here's your profile, your headline statement. Here's what you can do with the WordPress plugin, the BoxNet application. But no one. And, and I don't know if you've seen it anywhere. LinkedIn sure doesn't provide any of this information. It's almost as if they don't want you to know it on how do you improve your results when people are searching for you. Well, LinkedIn is just like Google. They don't want you to know it, but it takes a lot of work to figure it out. That's why, you know, quite frankly, if you have an SEO, that's why it costs so much when you hire an SEO company because they've spent the time to, to figure all this stuff out. And it takes a lot of time because uh, – and most candidates aren't willing to do that. So there are a few more people starting to talk about this on blogs and on some of the webinars I've seen. Uh, but again, they're free, so they're using it as a uh, teaser, giving you tidbits. They're not really going to the depth that you and I went into, uh, that, I, that I went into and we did to co- collectively putting this together, um, the research we did to give you a complete – when you get our webinar on advanced LinkedIn making yourself finder it is complete we cover every single section of the profile and tell you exactly what in to put it we even tell you how to research keywords how to deal with multiple keyword 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 phrases so executive recruiter would be considered a keyword phrase or it might be something different rather than keyword which is a single word but we walk through great to and we show you exactly where to do it we show you good ones bad ones i mean it's pretty extensive that's why we charge for it uh because we're not trying to give you a teaser we really want you to go forward and do this but you're right i think it's becoming more and more popular but to brag about us i think we tend to be the thought leaders and the, the leaders in this area in most of our blogs articles radio shows that we do we tend to be on the cutting edge of this stuff because we're out there so much, and that's a little plug for us. And as you said, we're constantly investing time to test it, to research it, to figure out how it can help you as a job seeker to improve your chances of getting a job lead, a job referral, a phone call from a hiring manager. So, Yeah, at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Why do anything else? I mean, what, what's exactly. the sense of doing and, and, anything? And again, Brad and I don't apologize for having – products on our website that you can buy, like the webinar recording, the slide deck, that that truly has, based on extensive research, can help you in your job search. In addition to that, and and you're listening to this call and you're getting a few ideas, you can read our blog, you can listen to our previous audio recordings that are all free. If anybody, let me rephrase that, I don't think there's a single recruiter, career advisor, on the internet that has come close to assembling the volume of free content that Brad and I have around conducting an effective job search. And, 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 and we freely give that stuff away, but when we've done some unique research, we've put a, a unique package together, we've invested a lot of our time and energy in doing that, you know, and especially when it's priced at, lo- at levels that are extraordinarily low, like $30, $40, $50, $50, we don't apologize for that. Um, but if you don't want to pay for that and you don't want to take advantage of that, you're welcome to use all the free tools, examples, resources, downloads, audio programs um, in improving your search. Yeah, Brad, we're, I we're think, almost at – oh, go ahead. I was going to say, just 
I mean, okay, if you don't want to pay, just using the free things we offer, Barry, would give them a quantum leap over most people anyway, just on the free stuff. The kind of stuff we charge for is that going that extra mile, if you will, uh, to get what they need. And uh, this wasn't meant to be a commercial. We hope we gave you some valuable tips today on improving your profile, on making it compelling with groups, with your recommendations, with adding a uh, a blog, with how, adding results to your experiences, improving your interests. Those kind of things should be tips you're going to walk away from, from this program. Uh, how to make yourself findable by putting keywords into your profile. How to begin to identify using the number of times you show up in a search and number of times people call you, or rather how many times people look at your profile and how many times people call you. That should be a great tip on how to evaluate whether your profile is compelling or whether you have a good profile or if you're even showing up in searches. And you can use that, those as metrics, to evaluate your LinkedIn profile. So even on this program today, we hope we, we, I think we think we've added some value to you just doing some analysis of your own profile and helping you identify. Then Barry mentioned the free tool that you can download, our LinkedIn 8 Matrix tool, which will walk you through the eight things you need to have on your profile. And you can evaluate that accordingly and update your profile. Again, that's free. So that tool alone will help you improve your profile. So we do give a lot of information away for free that will really impact your profile and a few things we charge for. Those are some of the things I think would be the takeaway from today's meeting. Any, what, do you, what else? We've got five minutes left, Barry. So what are you thinking of? Um, I, I think you first have to, as you said, you have to take that profile assessment. It's free. Download it. Take you a couple of minutes, and you'll realize where the big holes are that you got to fix. Thousands of managers and executives have taken that, and, and we've collected a lot of research from it, but, but I'll throw out an interesting statistic. In looking at the responses where people have filled out their profile, they've done their self-assessment, they've sent it back to us, the conclusion that we've drawn is that for most executives and managers conducting a job search, less than 10% have what you would consider to be an effective, compelling profile, less than 10%. So a lot of candidates to me say, in a jo- I say, well, how are you using LinkedIn in your job search? And the response I get back is, oh, it's not really much help to me. I've played around with this stuff, but it's not really effective, and I'm not using it that much and spending that much time with it. Well, the reason it's not effective is you're not effectively using it. If you follow just a few of the simple Ideas, tactics, and strategies that Brad and I have described in hundreds of blog postings, radio programs, free tools like this self-assessment, examples, illustrations in our, in our webinar programs, you will see in a very short period of time a dramatic improvement in the number of job leads and referrals that begin to flow um, almost to a level of abundance in your job search. Yeah, I, I think that's a. I never thought about that, but you, know, you probably aren't. Yeah, LinkedIn may not be effective because you may not have an effective profile. And as I have uh, probably over the last, uh, oh, I don't know, month, no, but probably, let's see, I did my first one in March. So probably from March to June, I probably looked at 60 to 70 profiles. And then I did a poll. Uh, do you think your profile, how would you rate your profile? Poor or very good? Even the people that rank their profile very good when I, when I, 
when they and they said, "Well, Brad, I rank my profile very good. What are your thoughts?" I wrote them back and said, "I think it's probably poor to average." And I gave them a list of ten things. I would tell you of the thirty to forty profiles, Brad, that I have reviewed since I think maybe March. Not every single one. I have had at least ten things. Ten things that these people could do to improve their profile. And I kind of bullet point them out. You know, do this, do this, do this. I recommend this. I would encourage you to do this. But 10. So they think they have a good profile already. And I'm saying, here's 10 more things you should be doing to improve your profile. I mean, that's, that's pretty substantial. Now, some of them aren't huge, but some of them are. And so uh, that is gives you a feel for the the value that LinkedIn can add if you're really doing a good job and why it may not be effective. If there's 10 things you're missing. Let's say that those add those, just five of those things may dramatically change your profile overnight or your, your, the effectiveness of that overnight. Right. Well, Brad, you want to wrap us up? Yeah. So let me just conclude in the last minute or two years by saying, look, you have to do a couple of things on LinkedIn. You cannot ignore LinkedIn in your profile, in your job search anymore. Just impossible. You have to be on LinkedIn. It's just, Every company, every recruiter is using it. Step number one is you got to get a complete and compelling profile because you can't be found without that. And we've given you five or six tips today in this uh, short time to do that. Step number two, you have to optimize your profile so that the keywords, key phrases are there. So if somebody's doing a search for a director of human resources in Chicago, you're going to show up on page one, two, or three. And if you don't optimize that, strategically putting those keywords in the right locations, having a great profile, but that nobody sees is worthless. You need to think seriously about how to do that. And we've given you a number of tips today on how to do that. We've given you some number of tips today on where to put the, how to strategically do that uh, profile, on how to optimize that profile. And uh, I would encourage you to go back, listen to this over and over again. And if you're showing up on page 17, to test it, by the way, test it. Go ahead, add that to it, but test it. If you're showing up on page 17, you need to change that. So we're out of time. I want to let you know we'll post this up on our website uh, shortly. It'll be on the uh, LA Talk Radio's website that you can download. You are listening to latalkradio.com, where every Monday from 11 to noon, you'll hear Impact Hiring Solutions live here on Channel 2 at latalkradio.com. You're listening to Impact Hiring Solutions with Brad Remillard and Barry Deutsch, only on LA Talk Radio.